0: Welcome to the Girls Who Run the World podcast, where we're bringing you inspiring guests who are leaders in their industries. We'll be tackling topics from education and empowerment to diversity and inclusion. Together, let's learn from these incredible women. This podcast is brought to you by Our Gorongoza. We create specialty coffee with 100% of profits supporting people, wildlife, and the planet in Gorongosa National Park, Mozambique. Girls' education is one of our biggest priorities because we know girls have the power to change the world. Just like Beyoncé said, who runs the world? Girls. Hello, and welcome back to the Girls Who
1: Run the World podcast. I'm your host, Emily Kylo. As always, thank you so much for joining us. We so appreciate every single review you leave, DM you send us, and story you post. So please keep doing it because it allows us to let other people know about these incredible women. So for episode 17, we have Sam Price, who is the manager of operations and finance at Our Gorongosa. So in this episode, we talk about B Corp and spoiler alert, we recently got certified and it's a huge, huge accomplishment and we are so incredibly excited to be a company that is here for creating good in the world. So we chat about that and what it means to be a B Corp, why it's important to us. We talk about how moving can help shift your perspective and really get you out of your comfort zone and get you living more in alignment. And we also talk about how saying yes can really support your growth in your career. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I absolutely love talking to Sam and getting to know more about B Corp and more about her career journey. So let's get to it. Here's episode 17 featuring Sam Price. Welcome to the show, Sam. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. We're gonna jump right on into our opening segment. And I want to hear from you. What are you most grateful for in your life right now?
2: Right now, I think I'm most grateful for the support and the landing spot that my housemates have given me. I live in a beautiful home and it's full of love and fun and creativity and I'm incredibly grateful for it.
1: Mm, I love that. What inspires you daily? So what are some things that you get your creativity from or your inspiration to continue doing the work that you do? What inspires you?
2: I think it's the community I have around me. I feel really lucky and very privileged to be surrounded by people who are all working towards beautiful goals. And it makes me want to do the same.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. What advice would you give to your younger self if she would listen?
2: <laughs> I would try and encourage my younger self to not allow fear to rule my decision making and not, let me, not hold me back from wanting to do the things that I really want to do
1: hmm I think that's a common, I mean, I still have that sometimes now. Constantly. it's Yes. It's the yeah.
2: advice I constantly give myself. So I would just like to start doing it a little earlier.
1: Yes. Cause I think it is a practice though, because when you feel that fear and can overcome it, then you realize it's not all that scary most of the time, but you have to practice it, I think. For sure. <laughs> Daily practice. What's one mantra you like to live your life by? It kind of goes back to what
2: advice I would give my younger self, actually. Um, you can do hard things.
0: Mm,
1: that is a beautiful one. And we can. Humans are so resilient, beautifully resilient. And I believe that through and through that we can. We can absolutely. Totally. And we've already
2: done all the hard things. So I feel like it's just that little reminder.
1: Yes. Who or what has been your biggest teacher so far? I think sticky moments
2: in life. So whether it's trying to change up my career path or challenging moments with friends or family or partners, or just the like everyday moments that life throws at us or the things that go not as planned, it's helped me to recognize how I process. And if I don't like that, what I want to work on and change and grow and just keep evolving.
1: Yes. I love that. So much to be learned from our own, our own lives, really.
2: <laughs> totally. Hindsight is twenty twenty, So it's good to
1: look back. Yes. Agreed. I would love if we could just start to situate the listeners and us. And I want to hear from you what your early life was like. So, you know, where did you grow up? What sorts of activities did you get into? Family life, all that fun stuff.
2: So I grew up in Los Angeles. I am the middle of three girls, which has always been really fun and really loud, big, loud family. And I was always moving and socializing and chatting on my school report cards. I always got socializing interferes with the learning of others. And I was encouraged as a little kid to not do ballet because I was always climbing on the bar. So
1: I did gymnastics and just
2: little energizer kid needs to keep going.
1: I can relate to that one because I was the same. And to that point, I've seen kind of memes lately. talk about this exact thing, saying that the, you know, girls who were too loud or kind of like, I don't know, not even gossipy, but the girls who were just chatting a lot, they're the ones that are really invoking a lot of change in the world. And I'm like, I agree with that. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And then secondly, my son is a literal energizer bunny. He needs to be moving. You know, he's basically in constant motion. And Mm -hmm. so, I have learned over our short three years together that a lot of my job is making sure that he has those opportunities to move a lot. (laughs) So it's an interesting challenge. Oh,
2: I hear that. I'm grateful for my parents for letting me just run around and do all the things. Mm -hmm. Partly in the living room.
1: (laughs) Just go for it. So Sam, I'd love to hear next how you, and you mentioned in the beginning that... Changing career paths had been a sticky situation for you at some point that you've learned from and I'd love to hear from you what your journey in your career so far has looked like and then what has led you to working with ourgorongoza.
2: Yeah so I got really lucky right out of college I got hired by a women's organic clothing company, organic cotton and they were pretty small back then so it was a really intimate, familiar familial kind of environment. And I was just given opportunity. I was willing to do the things that people didn't necessarily want to do. So I was handed the phone one day when we needed to start calling customers for money. And I just said yes. And that led me into account management and sales for them and going to do trade shows and things like that. And that was really fun getting to interact with people is something I love. And from there, I kind of shifted gears, went into the bike industry, worked for a wholesale manufacturer. And once again, just constantly looking for greater opportunity and got moved around a lot while I worked for them. And once again, just saying yes. And so I ended up working in on our production floor and then in the showroom doing demos and test rides and things like that and customer service. And then getting moved over into accounting and being given the opportunity to completely take a shift and learn something new and had the privilege of working with some really incredible people who gave me great mentorship and prepped me for understanding kind of the back end of business.
0: Mm-hmm. And that was
2: really fun and I really enjoyed it. And, and then I realized I wanted to be working for something greater and living my life a bit more intentionally. And I found myself in Boise and I met with some people at Aragorn Gosa and it just seemed like this beautiful synergy of things and the moment all came together. And it was great to be able to come on when we're so young and work in operations and work for something that is greater than all of us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, I've been having a lot of uh, extra philosophical thoughts and discussions in my (laughs) own head. (laughs) And, you know, when you get to the existential crisis type thinking, (laughs) I'm sure we've all been there. Uh, you do. Well, I did definitely. You do think about, well, what is my work contributing to, right? Like, what is yes. the point, frankly, of this work I'm putting in? And I will say, I agree completely with you. I was also at a point where I know my talent, and yours is obvious too. And we could lend our talent to any number of organizations, of course. And the fact that I could lend my talent somewhere while building something while also knowing that this company gives back 100% of profits to something I'm very passionate about, which one of those things is girls education, which is, of course, a big part yeah. of our Gorgosa, but along with all these other incredible initiatives. And it's really, it is really special to be able to know that our work is doing that. It's so cool.
2: Yeah. It adds a silver lining to getting up and going to work every day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I hear that. Now I would love to hear a bit from you because partly in my own curiosity and th- there's there was a conversation I was having with some other American friends that you know it's very different in Canada where I'm from everyone listening you don't necessarily move across the country just easily. Like it's not really some, And I'm not saying it's easy and we'll get into this, but it's not, their opportunities aren't really the same. Whereas I feel like in the United States, you can go to different places for different types of opportunities. And it's not unheard of that someone would, you know, take a job in a few States over. Like you, if the opportunity was there, you might, you might do it. Whereas here, I mean, it's just not as many opportunities, frankly. Right. So I was so curious to hear from you because I know you've taken different opportunities in a couple different places. What did you learn from those changes in kind of environments and cities? And how has that kind of shifted your perspective? Yeah,
2: so I was born in New York and my parents moved my sister and I, and then my younger sister was born in California when I was very little. And so from a really early age, moving and being far away from your community and your family was always just part of my consciousness. And growing up in LA, I was given huge opportunity to get to experience a lot of different culture and a lot of different people because of the melting pot that it is. And I love that and it's busy and it's loud and it's awesome. And there's so much fun there. And then for college, I moved to Santa Cruz, which is a little beach town just south of San Francisco. And the perspective it gave me living there for over a decade was a bit of a slower life and a quieter life and more in tune with nature and just getting to see this different perspective on how to live. And when I was in big transition last year, as so many of us were, wanting to create new opportunity and change and getting the move to Boise, which is so far beyond anything I would have pictured for me, landlocked. But I I feel really lucky to get to have that totally different shift because the U.S. is so diverse and Mm. it's a very different place. It has a whole different group of people here. And I really appreciate getting to have my perspective questioned and shifted and to just see all the different sides of how people live their life, given the fact
1: that most of us have the same input. Yes. It's so fascinating. And I know you've traveled as well and you go to different places. Yeah. Even within the country that you're living in and people do things a little differently. And I love picking up, you know, certain things like my partner's Brazilian. So we definitely incorporate certain things from that culture that I really love. And I love that we we have that opportunity to, if we find something we like, we're like, wow, that's a great way to do that. <laughs> I'm going to adopt that into my life. It's really cool that we're able to do that. And I just think it's so, so awesome. And it's partly brave though, I think too. And I think that's worth saying, like moving to a different place is not It's not always easy, and I just love that opportunity it affords you to really get you out of the norm that you're used to and show you, like you said, just some different perspectives, different ways of doing everything, and then you can pick and choose what you you want to take with you, what you want to leave. (laughs) Like, it's so cool. For sure.
2: Yeah, it gives you that opportunity to evaluate, like, the way that you've patterned your life and almost to see what is and isn't serving you.
1: Yes. And you know what, to your point, I think the last now almost two years of being in a pandemic, I know that that has really forced people to look at that as well, about what things am I doing that's actually in alignment with what I have envisioned for my life and what things can I frankly do without. And I think for me, it definitely put a lot into perspective and the people in my life, and I know you mentioned it, so I know that it's very important for you, but yeah, that community and those people in your, in your life are the most important. And I think for me, and I think there were times when I was sacrificing that for less important things. And so that is definitely a silver lining that has come out of this situation that we've found ourselves in, in the last couple of years. Definitely. So I know that there's been a very exciting big change for our Gorgosa, and that is that we are officially a B Corp. And for those listening, yes. woo, uh, for those yeah. listening, Sam was a huge, huge part of this and did I think most of the legwork to get this to happen. And I know there was a a lot going on and I would love for you to talk to us a little bit about what B Corp is. Cause anyone listening who's maybe on that path or is curious about, even if, even if you're just a consumer who wants to support other businesses and brands like ours that have that greater consciousness in mind, I think it's really cool to hear what is B Corp and then why is this important and exciting for us?
2: Totally. Yeah. And as far as our certification goes, it was a huge team effort. And I think that was so beautiful and like warmed my heart that everybody was driving towards this really ultimate goal. But yeah, so the B Corp certification is a third party certification run by the nonprofit called B Lab. And they use this really robust, massive assessment to evaluate a company's impact on its workers, customers, community and the environment, and then hold transparency. So once they've evaluated you, and if you become a B Corp, they post your report on their website, on their directory, so everybody else can take a look at it and understand kind of what the evaluation system is and where you land. And it doesn't just evaluate the product or the service. It also assesses, it just assesses the overall impact of the company and seeing how business can be used as a force for good and to move the needle on redefining What success in business looks like. So not making it about the bottom line, but making it about the impact and the sustainability throughout the whole business chain. And that's, I mean, that really is what gets me most excited because it's so in line with our core mission and our values and wanting to center our business around creating an impact and a positive impact for the people and the wildlife and the planet in Gorongosa National Park.
0: Mm,
1: I love that. It is so true that it is in our very DNA of the company to lead with impact and so it is really incredible to have this certification just to showcase the hard work that we are doing behind the scenes and I'm really excited to get connected with a lot more members in the B Corp community and so for anyone listening, I would say definitely check it out and look into the certification, maybe for your own company, and also just to supporting these businesses. Because as Sam said, it's a very intense, robust um, certification. So you can feel good knowing that any of those brands are really doing a lot of good in the world. And so you can feel good supporting them. Totally. It's all about,
2: in a sense, it's like putting our money where our mouth is. It's, we're saying we want to do these things. And then it's a way to be held accountable Outside of just our intimate organization.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because anyone can say, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing all these things, but (laughs) we want to make sure that we're super transparent about everything we're doing. And I think B Corp adds another layer of that for us. So very excited.
2: Yeah. And through the whole process, I mean, you mentioned this, but the community is really incredible. During our certification process, I've gotten connected to our local Idaho for Good community. And they've been really great in answering questions and providing guidance. And that's something that was really encouraging throughout the whole process of hearing from other people who are either going through the certification process or have already completed theirs and how it's just this network of individuals and companies who want to overall change the way businesses run. And so they want to help and they want to gather as many people or companies together so that way they can help to push that needle even further.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, absolutely, because the more the more companies that can adhere to those types of guidelines in terms of making your company sustainable, making sure there's impact in what you're doing, the more companies that can do that, really the better for everyone <laughs> so i love yeah. I love to see it. <laughs>
2: Me too. I do really love
1: it. Well, thank you so much, Sam. This has been incredible. And I want to, before we get to rapid fire round, I want to acknowledge you for your beautiful spirit and just for the care that you take in the work that you do and the way that you are showing up in the world to say that we can do things differently here. And I really appreciate that. Aw, thanks. You're welcome. Okay, rapid fire round. You ready? Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Book that's changed your life?
2: Currently changing my life. Maybe not hasn't fully changed it is Brene Brown's Daring Greatly. I read that this summer and it has really helped me engage in like vulnerability, all the good things.
1: Uh Uh-huh. It is so good. I love her.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Favorite place you've traveled? St. Vincent and the Grenadines, little island in the Caribbean
1: looks amazing there.
2: <laughs> Beautiful.
1: Yes, dreamy. I mean, I could use that right now. It's very dreary in Vancouver already right now. Oh, oh, I know. Uh, what are you most excited for this year?
2: I'm excited to learn to cross country ski. I'm in Idaho now, no longer in sunny California. So getting to figure out ways to play in the snow.
0: Mm
1: hmm. It's fun though. It is fun to play in the snow just for switch it up. Is. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's different than the ocean, but pretty, pretty yeah. lovely these mountains we got.
1: Yeah. See, you come here, we got both. We got the mountains. Oh, I'm ready. And we got the ocean. So, you wanna come visit Vancouver? We're here. <laughs> Name <laughs> a lesson you've learned recently. Um, not everything has to happen
2: right now, letting go of a timeline and just letting things happen is really key especially when yeah I moved here rather recently and so that's been a good reminder of like I don't have to make friends right away it'll happen it doesn't all have to happen right this moment
1: oh goodness this is a a good lesson for me because I am historically very impatient so this is like it's of course you mentioned this this is perfect uh (laughs) definitely one that I need to keep learning (laughs) I love that And last question, name a woman who inspires you. Jane Goodall. Oh, I love that. She's incredible. She is incredible. She's
2: in her 80s and she is still going and she is, yeah, she just leads with kindness and impact and she's a dream. Mm,
1: Amazing. Well, thanks again so much, Sam. This has been so great to connect and we really appreciate having you. And you are most definitely a girl who is running the world. Oh, well, thanks. It's been really lovely
2: to do this. Thank you. Thank you
1: for having me.
0: My pleasure. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Girls Who Run the World podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who would love it. Leave us a five-star review and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. To learn more about Our Gorongosa, head over to ourgorongosa.com and find us on social at Our Gorongosa.